Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Play to pod. very warm welcome from a kind of chilly London this evening. This is Dr. Ruth Glenowen for the Play to Pod podcast, bringing you episode five. In November 2019, we were lucky enough to be featured on the BBC Children in Need appeal programme. As with many large charity appeals, there is often a focus on the tragedy model of disability, with stories focused on the difficulties that individuals may face to create sympathy amongst potential donors. However, in our case, we would always reject that model of thinking and we were very proud to be able to feature Harris's journey, a powerful and positive story of hope and transformation. From that short film, we experienced an unprecedented level of interest in our services. That night alone, we had over 150 inquiries, which quickly became 300 referrals from families across the UK in less than a week. In this episode, we are speaking to Caitlin, whose little boy Bobby was one of those first referrals. Just over one year later, Bobby, who was previously non-verbal, is talking up a storm, loving life and keeping everyone on their toes. It's so great for us to be able to share these stories with you, both on national TV and through this podcast. But now you probably realise that what we do doesn't need intensive hours with a the specialist therapist. It just needs a little bit of time, effort, a big chunk of parent power and some hope. Every child has the ability to reach their fullest potential. And with a little bit of help, you're going to find that they are going to surprise you. Bobby wants to be a superhero one day. And why not? So this is Caitlin, and um, she's going to be talking about her little boy, Bobby, who is how old? Four? Four and a half. And we met you guys about a year year and a bit ago now, didn't we? So, And Bobby's been doing online services with us since we started lockdown, which was only very shortly after you started with us, wasn't it, when lockdown happened? Yeah. I just it seems like ages ago that it all started. It's mad. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day, isn't it? Like every day is the same. Are you are you working or are you at home or what are you up to? I I've been furloughed since the end of September last year, so I'm itching to get back. So just in terms of Bobby's development, then, um, to give us a bit of background, when did you first start to have concerns about Bobby? Um, he was just about to turn two years old, and I'd noticed that. He he wasn't really saying any words yet. He was just sort of making noises. And I've got a couple of friends who've got kids around about the same age as Bobby, a few months younger, and they were just chatting away. And I was like, well, I wonder why he's not he's not quite there yet. And it's a bit strange. When's he going to sort of catch up? Um, so yeah, it was about two and a half when. Uh, no, sorry, he was just turning to. He was just right. about to turn to when I noticed. And what did you do when you first started to have concerns? Who did you speak to? Um, and what did they say? I actually, well, I spoke to my mum about it first. I was like, I really don't think it's just a case of, you know, oh, he'll he'll catch up when he catches up, he'll be fine. I was like, no, I really, I really think there's something. So she suggested that I do the self referral to just sort of speech and language therapy through through the doctors and things like that. Um, so yeah, we sent off a, I sent off a, a self referral form for speech and language, and then they 
came out to see him when he was just just turning two, just as he turned two. And what did they say? What were their kind of um, recommendations or conclusions? Um, she went to the house to, to visit Bobby and just sort of oversee how he was playing, how he was sort of communicating and things like that. Um, and she sort of said, oh, has, has anybody mentioned to you or have you thought yourself about um, autism as he's showing signs and traits of an, of an autistic child um, so that was really sort of the first right at the first meeting she sort of suggested that um, and she, she was just sort of giving us wee pointers so she sort of suggested Makaton sign like learning a bit of Makaton sign language and things like that mm-hmm. and how did that go for Bobby did he take to his sign to start off with <laughs> no he was just not interested at all we keep trying to get him to look at us so that we could actually do this do the, the shapes and the signs and he would just turn away straight away. He would just had no interest in it at all. So it was it just didn't work great from the start for him. That's kind of quite common because a lot of children who may be on the autistic spectrum have difficulties with imitation anyway, and they aren't necessarily looking at people. So I always think Makaton is an interesting choice. Um, so how did you decide on kind of intervention on therapy? Um, if that wasn't quite what Bobby needed, how did you then decide to do something slightly different? We we started going to sort of the the speech and language therapist, but the, it was maybe like one appointment a month we were getting, and he he just wasn't getting like the hang of what. But I think it was here's a picture of your of the toys that are in a bag. Pick what one you want, and he he just wasn't really it wasn't move, it wasn't progressing. And we start we were watching the children in need um show and the, the bit about blue sky autism came on and I was just at that point I was like if that I will try anything at this point so if that looks like it that looks really good and that was such a positive story so all right let's just let's just see if this helps and we'll just work our way down the list if, if that doesn't work we'll just move on to the next thing and the next thing so. well luckily you haven't had to move on to the next thing no it's yeah. great is, yeah and that was a great thing about the the BBC Children in Need um kind of feature was that that is quite a typical story very typical story of the children that we're working with and you've seen that yourself that once things start to click in place then the child really does start to talk and, and start to communicate and it just all starts to come together. So it was really nice because I think sometimes these charity appeal programmes can sometimes be a little bit negative and it's all very, you know, tragedy and, and very upsetting sometimes. And this was a really positive story and we got a lot of referrals and interest from that and we've been able to work with a lot more children like Bobby, who's able to, to kind of really get this approach and, and really make progress with it. So what were the biggest and fastest changes you saw in Bobby then when he started doing the the therapy with us um I'd say the biggest one was he had a lot less meltdowns because he was able to slightly communicate with us better and then as as his speech has progressed and he can talk to us a bit more properly he his meltdowns have got so much less he doesn't get as frustrated um I don't get as frustrated either Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely one of the, the top things that we've noticed and then obviously him being able to actually hold a conversation and like any, anyone in his nursery or, or my group of friends have commented on like how how well he's he's able to talk to people now and things like that. and he he's come out of shell so much like he's so we he was such a wee shy thing he wouldn't speak wouldn't look anybody in the eye 
if a stranger was like, oh, hello, he would he'd start crying and get upset, but he'll, he'll go and show them his new Spider-Man welly boots. <laughs> walking past the street a complete random movie pointing to his lips to show them his welly boots and things like that so he's completely come out of shell definitely since, that's since, brilliant yeah. I would like some Spider-Man welly boots I think <laughs> <laughs> if I had a Spider-Man welly boots I would be showing them to everybody I don't really do so in terms of kind of the journey from when you first started to recognise that Bobby had some challenges and to kind of now what's it been like for you as a parent because you're a first time parent as well aren't you yeah, yeah, Bobby's yeah. my only child. It's been, it's certainly not what I expected it was going to be, like, no one expects all, all this extra sort of stress, it is, it's, it was stressful. Because mm-hmm. you just, you, you want to be able to help Bobby and you want, you want him, you know, when he, you see him getting frustrated and wanting to, to tell you something and he can't get it out, you just want to help and you, you you can so it's it was quite upsetting it was really stressful but then I just find now that that, that he has sort of he's sort of unlocked his voice now I just I just feel really sort of I'm quite proud of him because he's mm-hmm. overcome quite a lot just in this short space of time he's he's building his character now and he's come out of shell he's so I'm I'm really proud of him and it, yeah and then I'm kind of a wee bit proud of myself as well because I'm thinking, well, I've, I, you know, I've helped a wee. I must have helped a wee bit somewhere. Of course, you have. <laughs> it's parent power, and especially because most of the input's been online over the last few months as well, and we're not able to, you know, have you guys at the centre or have even parents in the sessions when we do reopen for a while. It's all about parent power and us being able to coach you guys. But we can only do so much. So it is completely down to you and and your family that Bobby's made so much progress because you're doing exactly what you're being told to do and you're kind of running with that and you're doing it outside of sessions as well because we only see you really once a week so that isn't yeah. in itself going to have like this massive impact that has obviously been you know that's happened because you've been very very on board with this and and brilliant at the, the sessions Rona tells me all about it <laughs> <laughs> and it's about leaving your pride at the door isn't it we're like got a camera on and you're in your house so we're telling you to do silly things with your child and you're like oh my goodness <laughs> It's never recorded, though, don't worry. Um, so if you could go back and give advice to somebody that was in a similar position to you, like a first-time parent who had some concerns about their little one, what would be your top three tips? I would definitely say don't panic. Just don't freak out about anything. Just take each day as it comes. Um, I would say try not compare your child to other children because they're all so different and they do learn at different paces so don't don't freak out about that and listen to your gut because it's easy enough for some people to just be like they'll catch up there's nothing wrong they'll they'll do it in their own time they're just being lazy they're just if if you deep down think no there's just something not right then act on it you're only you know there's no right or wrong answer if you just go for it and it's challenging that like you did with the the speech therapy side of things you know sometimes that doesn't work that one size fits all does not work for every child and it is about having the confidence to kind of think outside the box look at other options 
and then find something that's got a good evidence base it's obviously got good recommendations and and trying it like you say you had a list and you want to you want to find the thing that's right for your child and there isn't a kind of magic bullet for for children who have speech delays and who have autism you know there's lots of different therapies and approaches out there and it's just trying to find the one that fits for you and your family um so in terms of bobby's development to date has been pretty spectacular he's, he's really made massive progress um what are your hopes for the future because he's about to start school as well isn't he yeah, he starts primary school after the summer, so oh, um, <laughs> I'm getting a wee bit nervous again like I was when he was about to start nursery, but I, I think now that he is ready for it, so I just think he's just, I'm looking forward to him making some friends and like just being able to come home and say, look what I've learned today and Mm-hmm. things like that just just it'll be just be really nice to see to see him progressing so yeah I'm looking forward to to seeing what what he'll do next because he surprises me every day so <laughs> and what do you think he's going to do when he grows up what's what's his kind of interest at the moment he he's a superhero at the moment so unfortunately he's not going to be able to be a superhero but I think he'll he's obsessed with cars and anything with wheels, so I would would not be surprised if he picks something to do with mechanic, like a mechanic or a driver. <laughs> or his dad's a police officer, so he might follow down, follow him, and be a police officer because he loves the police cars. He likes getting to see the police cars with his dad. So something like that, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe he will get to be a superhero. You never know. He may be he the first know. superhero, <laughs> superhero <laughs> in your part of Scotland. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder what he'd wear. What would be his superhero name? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's funny. He's so funny. He just makes these wee movements, and I'm Spider Man. <laughs> so, do you have anything else you wanted to add? If other parents are listening to this, and anything you wanted to say, just do it. Go for it. Take the jump because it'll be worth it in the end we've just been really lucky that he's managed to progress really quickly but it's it's definitely worth doing 100 percent. that's that they, they, they don't even realize that they're that they're learning because they do they just think they're having a great time like i'll mon- monday morning bobby goes is it time to talk to rona i'm like no not till wednesday oh bless him so he's actually like waking up on a monday thinking yeah i want to do this now yeah <laughs> Oh, that's really cute. Have you got Rona on your calendar? Do you have like, a bonus picture on Wednesdays? <laughs> that's brilliant. I'm really glad to hear he's done so well. I knew he would. I really did. Like just sometimes when you meet your child, you just know, and I usually know. Um, and he's really, he was a really good problem solver way back when. So that's always a good sign of um, intelligence. <laughs> yeah, being a bit of a troublemaker as well, I would imagine, if, you, if you're good at problem solving. He will definitely keep me on my toes, I think. That's a good thing. I think it would be boring if it was just easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm excited about him starting primary school. Yeah, he's just it's like a wee five minute walk from the, from the house, and it's they got they they're very sort of outdoor play um, orientated, so which he is perfect for him. He loves being outside, so they definitely encourage that. He's got such a nice open space and obstacle courses and things like that so I'm really I'm quite excited for him to start I think it'll be really good so yeah the 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 biggest hurdle I think we're gonna have is his nursery is very small there's only eight kids in it and the primary school there's going to be I think they've got 
three primary mm -hmm. one classes that fit up to about 60 kids. So I think that's going to be the, the toughest bit is him getting used to the noise and, and all the people. So I think that hopefully we'll, we'll get a few more visits in to get him used to the place first and then. He'll probably love it. He'll probably surprise you and really love the noise and the craziness of it all. Thank you so much to Caitlin for sharing her story. It's great to hear how well Bobby's getting on and we can't wait to hear more about his antics as a superhero. If you think we might be able to help you, we are on www.blueskyautism.com and our training website is www.playtotalk.co.uk The world could fall down, it's gonna be okay